Rain was going to be a big one musically just because of the lack of dialogue, well not lack of, but it, the choice to have it just picture. I remember sitting by the piano and writing a pitch basically for the episode and I went into nostalgia zone where it reminded me of being a kid growing up on the Gold Coast and I think when you're a kid you get to be excited about the rain in a shameless way or like, you know, boldly <laughs> using a lyric. You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. And live G'day, it's Justin here and look, any time you can get in the room where the magic happens, it's pretty special. And I'm so thrilled to be down here in the actual studio, the music studio of Bluey, with one of the key creatives in the music team, Jazz Darcy. Hi, Jazz. How are you? Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me here. Well, thanks for coming here, I oh, suppose. <laughs> thanks for having me in the studio. This is really, this is really something else. I mean, I was lucky enough to come uh, about two years ago when the first Bluey album came out. Yeah. But... I mean, the amazing thing about Bluey in the last couple of years, we just keep kind of joking that the show gets bigger and it gets bigger <laughs> and it gets bigger. Has yeah. it been a real wild ride the last couple of years for you guys? You saying that just every time you said bigger, a little bit of anxiety just flipped onto <laughs> my heart. Like, ah! Um, yeah, it's been a whirlwind, but at the same time, I don't think... I, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I don't come up for air enough to really appreciate it. I think you just get so busy working. And so, um, but yeah, every now and then I do pop my head up. Like this week, for example, like with well, Rain's release, I've been a bit more centred to it and I've been posting on my socials more and I'm seeing it and feeling it. And yeah, it, it's, it's um, I don't know, it, it continues to shock me though. Like I, I yeah, I, I never... I don't know. I think you just, you love your work and then hopefully it gets received and I don't think it's like, it, it's hard to really consume, isn't it? How big it's getting. Maybe one way we can sort of gauge how big it's getting <laughs> is the recent Lin-Manuel experience. So now, can true. you just talk to me about the whole Lin-Manuel <laughs> thing? Because obviously, you know, you guys are writing, you know, music for one of the biggest shows on the planet. Yeah. And then one of your biggest fans is one of I the know. biggest composers on the planet. What was that like <laughs> when Lynn came to Ludo Studio and met the team? I have some, like, it's terrible for me because I was in Melbourne and so I wasn't even there. Oh, no. So, yeah, I know. But um, apparently Joff was like, and Chaz sung on this, like, album and so I think he's heard my voice. So that's a trip out. But I can't, yeah, I, I think it was just like everyone was just fan fangirling over Lynn just yeah but it's so nice that like yeah I guess it's gotten to that level enough that that someone so amazing has seen it and his fan and is like and the fact that he was able to come here and like like Hamilton's here it's yeah it's pretty overwhelming I think thanks Major Tom no worries and Winton Old MacDonald does have a horse, but she was on holiday when they wrote the book. Oh. Yeah, and even, even when he spoke to Lee Sales, he, I think he mentioned... Tony Emmy Grammy Bluey. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty amazing. So yeah. he puts it right there <laughs> yeah, on his list of big achievements, his, his voice He's in Bluey. He's got his priorities right, doesn't he? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, look, the reason we are talking to you today is we have the new Bluey album, Dance Mode, coming out, which is super exciting. So soon now. Yeah, only a couple of weeks now. Yeah. And we've got new Bluey episodes. Yep. Bingo! Yeah? Where are you? I'm in the library. 
library. Next to the horse stables. Horse stables? And the amazing <laughs> new single, Rain, Boldly in the Pretend, which you feature on. The rain washes in and the boats start to race the humidity broke. I still remember the taste. Might this is like peak bluey season all of a sudden, isn't it? Especially for the music team. It's all happened when it, well, not to be too punny, but when it rains, it pours, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty overwhelming. It's exciting though, because, you know, you sit on, you know it's happening and then to have it finally be released and, and for people to hear it or watch it, it's very exciting. It's, I think, just one, one day at a time getting through it all, but it's, it's yeah, it's awesome. And these these new episodes, they've been a long time coming and the fans were kind of wondering, you know, what's taking so long? This is very different to, you know, previous seasons where they sort of come out in drops twice a year. But obviously, you know, you, you guys needed a break. Plus there's mm. the album coming as well. So obviously yeah. you've been, you know, head down, you know, backside up working on the album the last couple of months, yeah, haven't you? it was really nice to have that break to focus on the album. Otherwise, you're kind of doing it in between. And, I mean, Joff did it before. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's doable, but even with the little reprieve, it still was everyone just threw it themselves into the album and, and it still came around quick enough that <laughs> it gets come around so quick. Yeah. I know it's been a big break, but it is still quick. What's it like, you know, you, you work on the, the music for the show for so long, but I guess, you know, when you do 52 episodes a year, it probably feels very quick that you're working on the music. But then what's it like, you know, taking the the soundtrack for the show and then going back and reimagining it for an album? Because I'm sure that that's quite different where you can probably spend a little bit more time on it than, say, the TV show. Yeah. So the episodes generally are like five weeks turnaround between the, the brief and then we have like whip one, whip two. Um, but it is, the focus on it is about the show. So it's about what's, like it needs a good hook to keep everyone interested and we've got to emulate the fun that's happening on screen. But it is, um, uh, it's about the picture and what makes that the best, where we get to kind of explore more in the album, uh, bringing the song to life and focusing more on the music. So it's still the basis of what what you heard in the episode, but then, um, yeah, we get to spend a little bit more time fleshing it out and bringing in some incredible musicians and it's just like such a cool rich team for this process and um yeah you get to it, there's already so much effort that goes into the music for the episodes but to really like put it as priority for the album and let it shine in its own light is is really cool um speak to me about that that effort because you know, Bluey is really unlike any other kids' show on TV where, you know, maybe if I'm watching a show with my kids, we won't name any, but, um, <laughs> you know, maybe you'll hear the same theme sort of coming yeah. up over and over again. But obviously Bluey's kind of seen like a like a little short film. Totally. Whereas all the music is kind of written specifically for that. You know, how do you see the importance of music in a show like Bluey? That is the standard way to have a theme for a series. And I think that was the original idea for Bluey. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, it'll be this fairly easy kid show that will have a repetitive theme. But the episodes are, like you said, kind of like they're written and produced as their own little short film and they stand alone in themselves. So it's kind of what is demanded from the music. It's it's like the games are different, the energy is different and kind of the themes are different. So I think if you just had one theme, it 
the fun wouldn't cut through as well. And I think it, it, well, I can say from as a composer, it's really exciting to work on a show like this. It demands everything from you <laughs> because it's so <laughs> different. But it also, you get to explore such a different range of music and you and different styles and learn and kind of listen to different references and kind of grow in an exponential way than you would if you just were kind of in your little box and, and had the same theme running around over and over again. So that is... It's, it's one of those things, it, it's like what makes it so difficult, but it also so rewarding. Alive. Now I've had a look at the track listing for Dance Mode and yeah. there's like a really good mix of, you know, really fun stuff. Um, there's a really good mix of, um, you know, sort of tearjerkers and emotional stuff. Um, you know, Grandad, I'm looking at you. Mm there and um I think Army is on there as well One of my favorite amazing yeah. um I know you probably do have a favorite so <laughs> ignore the one we're, we're going to talk about in a minute but is there a favorite track on dance mode for you apart from the obvious oh no this is going to be a very tricky question I think they all represent like a moment in time and even if they're not necessarily my own track I have an emotional connection to it, whether it's the episode mm. or I'm just trying to think of like what made me, I listened to the whole album when it was just, uh, we just finished the mix and I was like on the plane and I just listened all the way through. Oh man, I don't remember. I think housework really stands out actually. Right. Okay. Um, but I think what is so cool about it is that it really is a party for the A side and then it really just like brings you into your emotions on the B side. So I don't know how to answer you with one. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this is the hardest question I've ever been asked. Oh no, they're all like little, um, <laughs> it's like having a favourite kid. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's um, it really, well, I will say listening to it the whole way through, I was laughing on the plane and then I also cried on the plane and was trying to be really subtle about it because obviously it's, you don't want to be like this lunatic yep, on yep. <laughs> Who's that, who's that emo composer on the plane there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I can't, I, I refuse to answer. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm loving the video for Rain, Boldly in the Pretend, oh, which so you featured it. on. It's, it's amazing, so beautiful. Love the Queenslander vibes, you know, um, but love how you've taken the original music for Rain and then turned it into a song. And much like the first album, I loved how the Creek song had kind of been reimagined and yeah. had vocals put to it and um, how that had been done. So I'm, I'm loving what you've done with the track. Um, as a composer, how do, you, how do you go about, you know, taking that original music and then writing a song to it? Did the song kind of exist before the, the, you know, the theme for the show or was it vice versa? How did you do it? Well, um, we knew Rain was going to be a big one, big musically, just because of the lack of dialogue. Well, not lack of, but it, the choice to have it just picture. Well, it really rests on the music kind of telling the story Absolutely. and reinforcing the story that you're seeing. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, I remember sitting by the piano and writing a pitch basically for the episode and uh, kind of wanting to reflect on what it felt like. I obviously had seen the animatic at this point and was really touched by it. And 
it reminded me straight away. I went into nostalgia zone where it reminded me of being a kid growing up in on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And, you know, the humidity here in Brisbane and Queensland, it just is kind of suffocating. I love that line, you know, when the humidity broke, because yeah. that's what we all look forward to on a super hot day, the that's storm it. coming in and the rain coming. Yeah. And as a kid, you, this like cathartic release and it's so exciting. And I think when you're a kid, you get to be excited about the rain in a shameless way or like you know, boldly <laughs> using a lyric. But, and then, yeah, just literally playing in the mud. I remember mum saying, you're in your school uniform socks. You Get know, out like, of the rain. Ah! And I was just like this fun thing where all the kids got together. And and so from that, uh, I, want, I found chords that felt grounded and nostalgic enough. And then lyrics kind of just naturally came. I think when you're writing a Bluey episode, um, Joe Brum always looks for a hook. And so... That kind of was lucky in the sense that when you're writing a song, you're kind of looking for a hook and it kind of gets you uh, to the right, it gets you the pitch in a way. And yeah, um, yeah. and so lyrics kind of came with it just because I was so touched by the episode really. And then when I pitched it with, uh, it was an instrumental and also with vocals. Right. And um, we went the instrumental way and I'm so glad we got to do that because we got all the musicians we knew to come on and, and record and it was such a full recording. Like I think it's probably one of the biggest track-wise um, songs and it, we needed it for the episode to make it feel like it's just a big hug. Right. Um, but then from, yeah, it's a really good question though because when we were doing the album and we were like, oh, well, we'll, you, we'll bring back the vocal one that probably wouldn't have seen the light of day after. Uh, so... Um, uh, yeah, we thought, oh, it'd be a piece of cake. We spent so much effort in doing the episode. I'm sure we'll just put vocals on the top. But actually, it was a completely different production. We had to pull things out, make room for the vocals, give bring more dynamics because you're not just watching an image and feeling like a, a more meditative state. It's it's a song that's got to have highs and lows, and you know. Yeah, yeah. So it really was. Um, I remember saying to Marley, who who um, mixed and mastered it, being like, oh you know, it won't take too long. We've kind of done so much work on it and it really was so much effort went into it. And um, it, yeah, it's, it's really, I'm glad we had the the space and time to do that though, because I'm really proud of where the instrumental sits and it's nice that the the song version is a bit different. So they're not just repeating mm. on the album. It They do shine in their own light for different purposes. Absolutely. And can confirm because I sat down just before I came over here and rewatched Rain <laughs> and then watched the music video. And it is striking how, like even just the tone yeah. um, of the recordings, they sound completely different. Oh, good. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've, you've hit the hit the nail on the head oh, there with so that good. one. So good. Um, now, look, just give us a little bit of um, intel on the, the filming of this, because obviously yeah. it was important. You know, you have the rain in the video, um, but it's set in a beautiful Queensland uh, house, reminiscent of Bluey's house. Yeah. What was it like shooting? You know, setting up and shooting in that beautiful old Queenslander for the day. Well, the Queenslander was a really good idea that Joff had actually to, because it is a you know Brisbane Queensland based song, isn't it? That that kind of so that was really important and. Um, but the filming process was really wholesome because um, my brother actually was the director. Lovely. Yeah, and he and we we actually really got on. Like we were a good team. <laughs> you know, There's no sibling be, rivalry no, there. It was really good. Um, and then to have uh, it just felt really wholesome. Really, it was everyone kind of. I felt like community came together. There were so many people who just jumped on and gave their heart. Like I will say, 
I feel like Bluey has this little magic that everyone who works on it really does give their heart and soul to it. And that was reflected on the film clip too. And I didn't expect it because it is a little bit different than what we've done. Um, but yeah, the, the Queenslander was so good and the weather held out, which is because you actually need it not to rain um, in order to have the lighting. It, right. it makes it more complicated if it rains for real. So, um, but yeah, it was really, it, yeah, I just remember feeling like, oh, I'm just so, there were people like, like my friend's um, roommate who um, just said, hey, Jazz, I'm, I'm a set designer. Um, I'm not working. I'm about to go on holidays. Oh, wow. Can I help out? You know, that kind of thing, like, yeah, that would be great. And she totally jumped. Like, it was just this, like, really wholesome vibe from everyone. And give us a little bit more behind the scenes because keen-eyed sort of bluey, you know, fans <laughs> will notice Uncle Stripe himself, you know, yes, Dan, Dan Brum Dan. turning up and playing some mean Rockstar. electric guitar. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so humble and he's like, oh, you know, but he, yeah, he smashed it. Like, he's, yeah. And also... You're kind of um, playing to playback and to kind of just jump in with all the energy and like, yeah, he was great. He was so good. To, I'm so glad he could fit us in. Like, it was so exciting to have him part of it. Amazing. Well, look, thank you so much for talking to us about, you know, new Bluey episodes, Bluey album, <laughs> video clip. Really appreciate your time and having us down in the studio. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Not fluffy! Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane.